0: In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Hey, welcome to another visit from the FBI. Sorry, I was just leaning back so you guys could all see my Sasha Bear shirt, which I am super stoked to have. It's already up on the merch store. Um, I'm excited, excited. But welcome to the Wrestling Fantasy Booking Institute. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Faye. What's going on, man? How are you? Hey, how are you? I'm doing good.
1: I have a I have a little screen share.
0: I, I did see that and I'm gonna go ahead yeah. and pop it up here and
1: Look at another
0: that. new product on
1: yeah the raw and order uh WBU screen mm-hmm. with our co-host who should you see oh no no this is the closest you're gonna get to seeing his face.
0: Yeah, tonight, yeah. He's yeah. he decided that like school right and stuff there. was more important.
1: But you can get him on a on a coffee mug if you want for fifteen mm-hmm. ninety nine. Yeah, that's less than I paid to get my kids' mug on a mug.
0: Yeah, and you know you could get it on a hat if you want to um, practice natural birth control. Right there,
2: <laughs>
0: he's yeah. not here to defend himself, so I can say that shit. Um, so. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, look at that. That's it's just got the of
1: many things.
0: The official definition of vignette, right there. Just in case you don't know what a vignette is, right there.
1: Or you can just go to the front and, and... what? Look at all if of those. Oh, Sasha Bear! Everything, Sasha Bear. I've seen a shirt like that recently.
0: Yeah, I wonder where. Hmm. Or pissant podcast. I just don't know where you could have seen that.
1: Or you can either get the shirt and send us to Turks and Caicos. Mm-hmm. Or you can call the tourism board of Turks and Caicos and say, this spot, this company is the one Yes, that you want to sponsor.
0: You need to sponsor them. Look at that. Look at that all the different colors and shapes and uh, designs you can have on it. And then there's an important thing. Scroll down a bit because I want to point out something I've pointed out before. But see right there where it says, personalize it, son. Start tagging stuff. Right. You can click that and you can add your own name or you can upload an image or all sorts of stuff onto something. So you can choose the shirt you want and then you can click like you want to put it on the back or the right sleeve or the left sleeve. So you back, could take yeah this and you could put whatever color you whatever like image you want on it. Uh, wow. So it's really cool
1: text and I can write uh-huh.
0: Never no, you,
1: you, here. I can just send, center that however I want mm-hmm.
0: like, right? Yep. Center it. Wow. You can make it bigger. You can change the fonts all around. You can do all sorts of stuff. Or, and here's the, the other thing I want to say. Say you got two designs that you're just not sure which one you want. Say you want Sasha Bear, but you also want it to say Raw and Order WBU on it. Instead of doing text on the back, you can click designs, and you can add one of our designs to the back. Right, so you could have Sasha Bear on the front and Vignettes on the back or whatever. Let's,
1: let's do a shot. Well, so on the back, you're telling me that I can just arrange designs. Yep, go up. And if I wanted yeah. a different design, no,
0: you can use the front, you can choose that. You could change yeah. the design there, and then on the back, you can click choose. designs.
1: Uh, well, I would I would have to play with this for a while.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's I all could, sorts of fun stuff you can do.
1: I could do uh, a like, Sasha Bear like that on the back.
0: You could. Exactly. Sasha which Bear. Is,
1: which is the closest JLB's face will ever get to Sasha's body.
0: hmm I mean, in fairness, almost all of us, it's going to be the closest.
1: So Yeah. I mean, unless we buy like rings and seeds.
0: Yeah. Anyways, uh before we get into talking fantasy booking, let's go ahead and take that off the screen. Um, but before we get into talking fantasy booking, I wanna I wanna do a little um I want to cover a little business really quickly here. It recently came to my attention, I put a tweet up and, and a Facebook post up the other day. Um, if you're watching our live stream or watching along later, um, and you're someone who normally listens to our podcast. Um, I put, like I said, I put a tweet out. I put it out on all the channels that I could. Um, but I recently came to my attention that Google podcasts had stopped serving our podcast. They'd done some stupid stuff behind the scenes and it was no longer serving our, our episodes. Um, we suffered a a drop in listeners, uh, and I couldn't figure out why for a while. And I was just like, I don't know what's happening. Well, that turns out to be the thing. So I'm working to solve that problem. But in the meantime, uh, either find a different podcast platform to listen on, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or something like that. It's still available on every other platform, as far as I can tell. Or watch the live stream or the replays of the live stream on either Facebook or uh, YouTube. So there's some great options there. I know I'm saying it. So if you're watching this now, you probably are already. But, but I wanted to get that out there so people know that we are working on this. Um, it was done back-end by Google without conferring with us in advance they just said hey we decided we found a different rss feed that works better for your podcast so we're gonna do it and it doesn't work better for our podcast because it doesn't like the last episode that went up on it was september 1st episode yeah uh so it was technically the the august 29th episode or whatever right um so if if you haven't been getting our podcast on, like you've been meaning to listen to it, but it's not showing up on the podcast feed like Google uh, podcast, that's why. So find a different method to watch it. Watch the live stream, come onto the live stream and interact with us. Um, we'd love to to uh, have some interaction uh, with you here, but otherwise, listen to it in some other way. Google Podcast is just not working right now and. I finally heard back from Google podcast support. Is like, non-existent. I submitted uh, requests, like, days ago, and I finally heard back from them today. And they're like, oh, yeah, we figured it out, and we rectified the problem. It can be up to two weeks for the uh, site to recrawl and, and fix it. And I'm like,
1: they can pay for all those listeners.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, um, the thing is, like, I you log into your Google Podcast thing and it says, Oh, the show is now being served from a different feed. And it should be as simple as say no. And I I shouldn't even have had to have contacted them. I should have just said, Oh, it's served from a different feed. Um, cancel that feed and use the original one, right? The one that I verified and made sure that you had, you know, two years ago. Um, but then Anyways, so that's the business I wanted to get out there. I apologize to anyone who uses Google Podcasts to listen to this. Um, There's a good chance that um, uh, they just thought we disappeared uh, for whatever reason. If they didn't follow us on Facebook or, or YouTube, which is why I say to everyone... Click that follow button on Facebook. Click that subscribe button on YouTube. That way, you're notified whenever what? we do this. Even if you're not going to watch the the live stream, even if you're still going to use the the audio feed uh, later, click the subscribe button because you get notified there, and then you know if you've missed out on an episode due to shenanigans. So, you know, it'd um, be
1: even better than that than the, the Facebook and, and Facebook and Google are great ideas. Um. If they went
0: to Tattnus Co. You can also go to Tattnus Co. Uh, you know, that I always bring that up later. The thing with Tattnus Co. is not going to notify you. It's going to tell you and give you links to places to listen to it and all that stuff. But it's not going to notify you when we do new episodes. Whereas if you subscribe to it to, on Facebook or uh, YouTube, you get notified. And uh, you don't have to listen to it or watch it there, but then you can go to your podcast player and be like, I want to download this episode. And if it's not showing up there, you know something's wrong. Because it, yeah. it it literally, this goes live usually about half an hour after we get off air, right? Um, on the, it takes me, we get done doing the live stream. I download, I do very simple edits. I upload to the podcast. That's it. So he doesn't an, even
1: edit out naughty words. Like...
0: Nah, no, nah, I don't even... I don't even... I dropped the F-bombs. Yeah. I mean, we're going to fucking say it later anyway. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Anyways. Um, but now that we got that business out of the road, it is important to mention that Ron orders Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. Um, So, you know, uh, head on over to tatnusco.com, like DFA mentioned, and you can uh, check out all the other shows on the network. You can listen to them. Um, find the links to listen to them all there. Set tell them that we send you. It's a great way to support us there. You can also support us on the merch store we showed you earlier. We get some great merch that you can buy. Um, like the Pissant Podcast hat. This is a flex fit, it says so right there. I'm taking that off. I just wanted to leave it on long enough. I could point it out in the in the podcast sometime. Um, I'm not gonna be one of those guys walking around with the sticker on his hats forever. Um I, I even bent the brand. Not that there's people.
1: anything wrong with that. If you do that, that's all you bud.
0: Nah, no, nah, there's something wrong with that. Fuck those guys.
1: Don't piss off any clients, man.
0: <laughs> oh, they're clients now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if if anything, they they they're me. victims.
1: They pay me for my services.
0: <laughs> You're a district attorney. You're part of the the state. <laughs> Anyways, but so um you can also join us on Patreon, support us with just a couple bucks a month there. Um so some great ways to support us, but the easiest and quickest way is subscribing to us on YouTube and Facebook. Um that gets those analytics going and everything, so. Um if you are new to the fantasy booking show, w- the rules are kind of simple. We're going to take turns challenging the other to do book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We don't discuss our challenges in advance, so the answers are always made up on the spot because we think that's funnier. Yeah.
1: We did discuss who was going first in advance, though, kind of. Sort of. I already have one, and you're mm-hmm. going. I'm flying by by the seat of your pants.
0: I, I, I have one, but it's, it's not my usual. So I'll go ahead and let you go first, and then we can kind of go, go for, with mine. mine.
1: Mine's fun. Uh, it would be more fun with two people, but it's fun. Mm-hmm.
0: My like I said, mine's a little different than what I normally do. And so we'll do it second, we'll do it last. So okay. um, so we'll go ahead and get started on the fantasy booking. DA Fabe, what so, is your challenge?
1: Friends, jury, not JB, because <laughs> he's not here. Um, we uh we had a discussion on Sunday night. Um at the W on the WBU, where smarts was, uh, what's the best word? Bitching about the fact that we don't really have stipulations for for anything at uh, Extreme Rules. We did get one last night, sort of. Yeah, it Cards it was. To change.
0: Well, uh, we got one uh, specifically, and it was just in a banner they put up on the screen, and they said. By the way, Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns is now an extreme rules match. So there's well, that.
1: Whatever that means. I mean, yeah. like no holds barred is that? I guess anything goes.
0: Sure. Which,
1: yeah, which we'll just call it an extreme. Rules yeah.
0: Match. Which, which I got. I got to be honest. Extreme rules match makes me think the demons definitely losing, uh, due to probably shenanigans by the Usos and stuff, because with Extreme Rules, there's no DQ, so the Usos can interfere. There's
1: also a world of people who want to see the table lose.
0: There are. I just don't think they're ready to do that yet. But that's my point, is I think if uh, this is their way of being able to have Finn Balor lose, but not, or or the Demon lose specifically, but not really lose, because it wasn't a fair fight, because it was an Extreme Rules match.
1: Look how over Roman is. He Uh beat the Demon. Yeah. Um, other than Over that, te-
0: technically, you could argue that the uh, addition of Jeff Hardy to the Damian Priest versus Sheamus match turning extreme. into a triple threat, that that's an extreme rule. It's not because triple threat. I mean, we had one on Raw this week, right? It's nothing new, you know?
1: Yeah. But. So, um, my challenge to you, and I think you kind of knew where this was going as soon as I said that, based on some of the stuff you said is to define, uh, we'll, we'll say, eight matches that are extreme rules, that are unique, that, that we don't see very often. So I don't want you to just whip out here and be like, tables match, chairs match, uh, kendo stick match. Uh, I, I, I want you to go a little bit edgy. Well, kendo stick we don't see very often. but um, And you can use ones that already exist, or you can make one up. Mm-hmm. um you know if you want if you want a lily on a pole match uh, we make that joke but wwe really doesn't use lily on a pole <laughs> that often or anything like that um but eight matches of the of the setups that we have we you don't have to you don't have to um you don't have to use the bookings that we've got it it would be easier if you use mm-hmm. the bookings that we have already um but but just you know, no left shoe is one of the extreme match rules. Whatever. You can do a three-legged race match. You can do uh, <laughs> um, just uh, capture the flag match. Just goofy-ass shit that should be. Now, I, I, I'd like them to be seem like they're actual extreme rules, but I don't give well, a rip. if It's a yeah. gauntlet match by gauntlet. I'm talking american gladiators gauntlet you both have to run to the end and try and catch capture the flag that's yeah. next door and, yeah. and, and
0: i you know i, I do. will say at least most of mine are going to be based off ones that have existed but we just have not seen in a while
2: yeah uh, right. especially
0: from wwe right um so so and yeah we've got six matches already scheduled for um extreme rules
1: two
0: so want. i only would have to make up two matches um so so my thought process here, I'm just going to kind of go down the list here. Uh, uh, and this is pulling up because I already had the Wikipedia page up because uh, it was it, it was sort of um, tangentially related to what I'm going to do later. But that's uh, beside the point. Um, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. I would do that as a four-corner strap match. We've seen one recently in AEW, but we have not seen a four-corner strap match in WWE in I think we determined
1: ever. it was Eddie. Eddie versus JLB was the last time. Or uh-huh. JBL was the last time we saw. There have been
0: some strap matches relatively recently, um, or chain matches, or whatever. Yeah, they were. It was, I mean, it was the just thing. a
1: weapon in the ring. Yeah,
0: but it was just yeah, it was just they're chained together, and they could use it as a weapon. It wasn't the four corners, and the four corners I think is what makes strap matches really compelling to me because the whole concept is you're strapped to each other. You have to get them. Not just.
1: <laughs> Is uh, it four corners in sequence on this one then, or yes, not in sequence,
0: four corners seen. in sequence, right? And just just like the rules, if uh, too much time passes in between two, the sequence breaks, right? Um, Or if you get struck in between the two, the sequence breaks. Or yeah, if you I take mean, time.
1: If if your opponent turns you around and makes you hit one somewhere else, that's uh-huh, starting over yep. in that one.
0: Exactly. So. Um, but it also adds the extreme rule of the snap of the strap. The extreme using it as a weapon. Um, and I think that's something that could could be really fun for uh, this sort of rivalry, and it could be a way to help get some of the heat back onto Bianca Belair because uh,
1: she's boring now.
0: Yeah, she's she's ice cold right now. Um, and, and it's like WWE, I mean, I, I get it. They had her take some time off and, and they're trying to slow build it or whatever, but they really, they should have had her come out the day after SummerSlam and, and deliver a fiery, you know, uh, I got cheated out of it. I want my rematch. I, you know, I don't care who I have to beat to get another match. I, I'm going to do it sort yeah. of a thing. And they didn't. Uh, they just relied on Becky coming out and delivering promos every week to uh, keep that going, which is fine. I like Becky and everything. But so I think a strap match would be really great for that. Um, that's
1: that's that's the kind of strap, the, the, you know, traditional 15 foot strap leather strap. Yeah, leather it's strap. Not a, yep. Not a strap match like you would do with women's wrestling in, in 2001. Not that I would be disappointed in that match. Right? Yes.
0: No, not that one. Um, number two, <laughs> David Reese versus Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. Um, this one could be a really fun one to be a first blood match.
1: Ooh.
0: Um, because these are, these are all hard hitters. Uh, only one of them is kind of a high flyer, Je- Jeff Hardy. Which, but he's getting older; he can't really do the high flying as much as he could. Um, and so this could be one of those brawls where, you know, like I said, the winner is the the first one to draw blood from an opponent. Um,
1: or a, 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 an elimination,
0: or elimination. Yeah, which you blood. could do it that way.
1: First I let, and second blood—that'd be the first time ever.
0: Maybe. Uh, but we haven't seen a first blood match in WWE in fucking forever.
1: Since I the year started,
0: yeah. In fact, I don't even know if they ever did a first blood match. They might have. Um, we
1: well, had yeah, Kane won a first blood match. To did he? Yeah, I didn't. Kane, I, Kane beat uh, uh, Stone Cold for in a first blood match. I wasn't sure. Know, was. How do you make a guy in a mask with a full body suit bleed? First decision ever
0: yeah well they eventually made him talk and that was another bad decision indeed um so uh charlotte flair versus alexa bliss (sighs) what can we do with this match Okay. So I got no, an idea. Would that on
1: me and go with Falls Camp anywhere cuz that's already nope. happened. Nope. That
0: happens a lot. Um so so I've got an I've got an idea for it. It being an extreme rules match. Um it can be tied to the storyline that they have right now with Alexa Bliss and and Lily. Um and and Charlie uh who's been destroyed uh sort of by Charlotte this week. Um And they really missed a chance to do something fun uh, this week Um, uh, because it's it's like ever since they they cut Bray Wyatt, they decided they didn't want Alexa Bliss's character to be supernatural anymore. Now she's just crazy, which is fine. That's what, you know, the fiend always should have been, but they went supernatural with him. But it's like, when was the last time Alexa had any sort of supernatural powers yeah. Since they let Bray go, um, so my thought process on this one would be uh, to to have a. I'm trying to think how you would really do it, but it would be a a, a Lily and Charlie Inferno match. Inferno is not the best way to to.
1: You to have to burn down person's doll. A,
0: a burn at the stake match, right? where where the winner is the first person who is able to light the other one on fire the other doll. one's doll on fire um and so you'd have the dolls tied to stakes at either side of the ring um and then
1: you hit a button or something Yeah, to just some
0: sort of a button or ball. you you have to have to climb up to get a um, a remote to or something I don't know. Um, it it would lead to them being able to bring back the supernatural for for Alexa, or should they choose get rid of it? Um, yeah, either way, the, either I way.
1: Mean, you if Alexa loses, which mm-hmm. is kind of how this type yeah. of match has to go. I like that idea because if the ball, if the if the doll, her doll doesn't burn, if it's a button or a remote to burn it, mm-hmm. and then the fire goes out and her her doll is made out of fire or tart material or whatever, uh-huh. so it doesn't burn at all. Then suddenly you're like, oh no. And that does bring back some of yeah. the... well. Yeah, I it, get what you're saying there.
0: It, it, it even brings back the ability, if you want to have the supernatural for Alexa, you could get her to a point where uh, she turns and she looks at Lily and she makes some, a gesture like, no! And, and the ring posts Shoot up fire on on Charlie's side and light Charlie on fire, right? Um Bringing yeah, back the a, supernatural element movie. from from before that mm-hmm. that Alexa and Lily can start fires places, and then you can have Charlotte look over and be like, "Oh my god,
1: um, I lost, and I didn't even have a fight."
0: Yeah, I lost, and I didn't have a fight or or whatever. So it gives you that, but. The better option for me it would be for Charlotte to win by lighting Lily on fire, and then we get rid of Lily and and Alexa and can go back to being
1: Alexa. That gets rid of-
0: yeah, the evil possessing Alexa sort of thing, even though she's the face in this, so she doesn't have I don't
1: know. It's fucking
2: <laughs> weird.
0: Um Roman Reigns versus the Demon Finn Balor. It's already an Extreme Rules match, but what the fuck does that mean? Who knows? Um, I already said that. So so we'll we'll come up with some rules for that. Um, What would I do? What would I do? Might have to come back to this one because I think I have to look something up. On something. So we'll come back to that one um, while I while I figure out something in relationship to that. Um, anyways, so uh, next one was uh, the Usos versus the street profits um tag team match for the wwe smackdown tag championships um
1: unfortunately wwe recently has started playing with the tornado tag more so
0: yeah Uh, oh so 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 i'm gonna do go on a tangent here really quickly because there was an article i just saw on online before the the show and it was, it was uh, on NXT. WWE instituted a new tag... Or maybe it was on Raw. Yes, right. Instituted a new tag team rule. And, um, and, and they presented this like it was a new tag team rule that we'd never heard of before. Um, and as soon as I tell you the tag team rule, you're going to remember that um, they did this like a year ago because we talked about it on our show Okay. Uh, about it. So it's not a new rule. It's, it's just they're sporadic at, in, at uh, uh, enforcing it. And it's a dumb rule, uh, but it's not new. It's not new today, at least. Um, it's been around for at least a year. And that's the uh, a team is only allowed one save per tag team match.
1: Right? Yeah, I did see that kind of come back because uh, they, they mentioned it in the uh, uh-huh. Dicky
0: Ash and uh, Natalia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but the article was all it was. It was it was like someone like Sean Rose Sapp or someone like that who was like, "Yeah, they didn't. You know, they just implemented it, and they they it's never been talked about before." And I'm like, "No, it was fucking talked about a year ago. It was a big deal because we had all this stuff like when would was that a rule?" And they're like, "Well, it's always technically been a rule." Well, that's news to us. So they so they implemented it like a year ago, and then they stopped caring about it, and now they're apparently caring about it again. But it's not a new rule; it
1: wasn't apparently a new rule a year ago. One save per person, or something like
0: that. One save per team, I think. Okay. So if Nikki saves Rhea, then they can't. Rhea
1: doesn't get to save Nikki later. Uh,
0: get a save later or something. It's it's dumb. It's a dumb rule. Um, I I I understand the reasoning behind it. They probably got tired of matches that were just nonstop near falls with with interference saves. You know, near fall with save, near fall with save, near fall, you know, and everything. Um, uh, but it's just a dumb rule. But I just my biggest thing on this is I saw this article and I was like, well, that's not new. We literally, I we go back through our archives. I guarantee you, we can find an episode from a year, year and a half. It had to be more than a year ago because I think it was pre-COVID when we talked about it, so a year and a yeah. half ago, um, where we talked about it. I'm 90% certain it was after JLB joined,
1: though. Um, well, the other the other piece to that is if you don't want to have that, then yeah. make it what it is, and that's a disqualification. Mm-hmm. Without being tagged in, it's a DQ.
0: Yeah. You know, or a three strikes and you're out DQ. You know what I mean? Say, yeah. you're, Since you're the tag partner, we're going to – you know, but if you do it again, you know, that's another strike or whatever. I don't know. Um, but here here's the biggest thing, right? Um, if you don't want it to happen in your matches, then you don't I mean you realize you script those things, right? <laughs> what? Like, like just tell the wrestlers to stop doing it.
1: By by script, you mean like they practice beforehand not knowing what the other team is gonna do, and and it's all real, right? <laughs>
0: Sure. Yes. Um, Anyways, uh, Usos versus Street Profits. This has to be uh, some form of. I think. I think we're going to do an over the top rope eliminator tag team match meaning uh, you eliminate your opponent by throwing them over the top rope, both feet hitting the ground, right? Um, But it's individual members eliminated. So you have to eliminate both members of the other team by throwing them over Mm -hmm. the top rope. I think we need to add something else into it, though. So
1: you can't get a fall until you've sent both of the other members over the top rope.
0: No, I think, I think, I think lumberjack is the next thing to add to it. So there's lumberjacks around the ring. So you can't slide out under the bottom rope and go out to the bottom, you know, or whatever, because you're going to get beat up by the lumberjacks out there. And uh, would, since it's extreme rules, these lumberjacks are going to be armed, right? It's like... Jesus, barbar bar, baseball bats and shit like that.
1: Okay. So
0: yeah. So yeah.
1: Which also means that occasionally they're going to save the other
0: guy.
1: Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah. well, of Montez. <clears throat>
0: uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's the You're deal.
1: Or and any of us can catch you. So yeah, exactly. let's just put you back in.
0: Yeah, and that's the deal. Is in fact, it leads to a lot of fun stuff like that. Someone gets thrown over the top rope, uh, but New Day style gets caught on the outside. Um in fact that could lead into the the feud with the New Day versus the Usos um that they've been teasing right now, anyways. You Canada, the
1: hell they did it on Monday
0: night. Yeah, they did it, but they I mean, they did it Lashley with it. with Roman involved. Uh which oh man, I got a I got a bone to pick with that match, but now's not the time. Remind me after I'm done booking this. Um so because uh, that that was fucking horseshit is what it was. Um but so, so yeah, you could have like uh, Usos throw Montez Ford since you brought him up out, but the New Day catch him and you know carry him back and and roll him back into the ring. And you could even have that happen a couple times, you know what I mean, to really, really drive home to the Usos that you're gonna have to find a different way to do it. Um.
1: Well, yeah, just throw them out a different way. Under the same token, you can have you can have uh, uh, Jay jump over the top to, to oh. I don't know, just stand on the ring apron because he's going to do a,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a shoulder block when yeah. the guy comes
0: springboard you know, something or it. other. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, and and then New Day just grabs both of his feet and pulls them off. Mm-hmm. And puts both of his feet on the ground.
0: Yeah, there's you all know. sorts of fun they can do with that there. Um, and then, of course, after that happens, there's a brawl with the New Day and the New Day yeah, have sure. and everything, all sorts of fun. So that one's okay. Um, Liv Morgan versus Carmella. This is the last um, live, aside.
1: Live, li- Morgan.
0: live Morgan. Yeah, Live Morgan, just yeah, in case you're confused. trying to help
1: you out.
0: Uh, um, Liv Morgan versus Carmella. This is the last of the ones aside from the Roman Reigns match I mentioned earlier that's, that's – cool. um, Already made, so I'm gonna have to make up two more. But uh, Liv Morgan versus Carmella, jeez. Oh, um, it's it's just so the tough thing with this.
2: Sorry. The, well, the tough
0: thing with this one is neither of them really have characters right now. You know what I mean? like Liv morgan's just kind of the underdog who never got respect sort of thing
1: there was a mockery of of doing makeup
0: yeah um and then carmella was brought back with much fanfare and then that gimmick dropped entirely after like two weeks because they decided they wanted reggie over on raw
1: Make one up, create your
0: I'm, own. I'm, I'm trying to create one. It's just like you say, so much of the time, it's like when you create a gimmick match for, for two people, so often it has to come from their, like the Inferno match came from the fact that you're talking about it's Kane who's a demon or whatever.
1: Um, you can do a blindfold it's, ma- match, it, it's about somebody's beauty. And so now they both have to wear a sack over their head and they can't see. Of course, we know they can, but yeah, those yeah. are usually garbage matches. Yeah, they're pretty
0: garbage. All right. Um, I was thinking trying to figure out how to make it extreme rules. The match I'm I'm aiming for with this is going to be a hair versus hair match. Um, because I think since you know it's beauty based and all this stuff, uh, neither Carmela nor Liv Morgan really probably want to have their head shaved. You could
1: dye their hair. Um since they're both light colored hair.
0: Yeah. I think here's the deal. I think Liv Morgan could totally rock a shorter hairstyle and be fine. I don't think Carmella could, not with her current character, but Liv Morgan's character could do, you know, shorter hair. Women's empowerment
1: type thing. Yeah.
0: Um so so I think she could lose easily. But my the the struggle with it is I want to figure out a way to to have it be an extreme rule you know what i mean Because just having i mean that's just a stipulation the hair versus hair that's not an extreme <laughs> rule for the match so
1: so they're they each have their own pair of scissors in there out no no that yeah that that's wild that, that, <laughs>
0: that could go really wrong um a barbershop match
1: in the barbershop well they can't do a it barbershop it'd be hairstylist match yeah Nobody wants Brutus back. Yeah,
0: they could still do a barbershop match and nobody wants (laughs) Brutus back, but nobody wants Goldberg back and they keep bringing him back.
1: (laughs) Okay, here's a question for you. A little side thing. Which one would you rather have back? (laughs) Jesus
0: fucking Christ, I don't know. Um, Uh, uh, Surprising, I probably would say Brutus if only for this, because I know it'd be a one-time thing. Like yeah, Brutus comes back
1: four times a year.
0: Yeah, Brutus comes back. It's gonna be a one time appearance. He's gonna do his stupid shtick and then he's gonna disappear. And yeah, I mean he's gonna suck either way. So. um in fact, uh you know, you could leave to a spot where Shawn Michaels shows up and super capes him through a window, you know? So, there, now you're gone. I don't know. But um Let's get rid of
1: Marty.
0: <laughs> but yeah, a beauty shop match. Um, and so um, the goal is <clears throat> you win by uh, strapping your opponent into the hair chair. Okay. So, so uh, the match would happen inside the ring, but on the ramp or the stage, there would be a beauty salon chair, right? So you have to beat them up enough to take them out there and strap them in. And then after you won, you would have the ability to
1: cut their hair. Cut their hair. Preferably not the shaving part. Just yeah. Have somebody come out with some sh- scissors, and you. Sh- I got it, and that'll be the end of it.
0: So Pretty much, be yeah.
1: Fixed.
0: if a po- ponytail match where you grab the ponytail. Yeah. I don't know. So. Um, <clears throat> so.
1: Two more matches.
0: Well, I still have to do the Romans, so technically three more matches. Um, I'm trying to do the Roman match. I'm trying to figure out how to do this here. I can't really do it that way because it kind of gives away the ending. So, so... I'm just going through my thought process here for the Roman Reigns versus demon Finn Balor. Uh, Balor as a name comes from Irish mythology. Um, And the demon actually comes uh, from that as well, because in Irish mythology, uh, Balor actually had to fight the demon to... Save Ireland or some shit like that. I don't know the whole story, so I was trying to figure out a way to tie it into that. Um, and I'm like, well, you know, there's, uh, there's a he, he famously took part in in a battle, and I could say the Battle of Mogh Uh but but um, famously, said it wrong. I, I said it wrong. I'm sure, um, uh, but he. Um, is killed in that and that kind of gives away the ending if you name it after the battle that his namesake died in so i think i'm gonna have to scrap that plan so a demon match with a demon who really isn't known to be supernatural in any way shape or form um drag me to hell match I'm trying to figure out if that would be uh, this is sparta match the winner is the one who kicks someone off the top of a tall thing into a pit doesn't really fit the demon, but it would be really fun to see Balor kick Roman off of something. Or
1: Roman to be going for a spear, and Balor just to step out of the way. Yeah.
0: Um this is a... I think. Uh, I think the the real thing is to to switch away from Balor and and look more at Roman for the inspiration for this. And Roman is the head of the table. So how can we make a, a variation of a table match that's not stupid? Tables. Not just table? Um
1: Tables from hell match. Demon's hell. The table has to be lit on fire before you put the guy through it.
0: I think... God, I I, I want to use this, but the only example I have of this ever before was really shitty, and so I'm not sure it's something we want to do because it's not a. Uh, but I I was I was thinking a scaffold match, a scaffold tables match, where you the have way to you do
1: it from the top of the scaffold,
0: you you have to, yeah, throw them off the scaffold through the table. So, you yeah, can, can have you tables all around.
1: Trying to get a guy up a, up a scaffolding. Mm hmm. Yep. A pain in the butt. Yeah.
0: And famous. The reason I say the only one I can remember, um, and maybe there have been other ones I just don't remember, the only one I can remember was uh, one where Jim Cornette fell and broke up his hip, like destroyed his hip or something like that.
1: I should do that again.
0: Yes, they should. They should totally, with Jim Cornette. Yeah. She'd be like, you're reenacting that complete with the busted hip.
1: Hey, congratulations.
0: <laughs>
1: We're hiring you. All oh, right. I'm not irrelevant. Well, for one match.
0: For one match. It's a scaffold match. So no, I think I think that's the way a scaffold table match. And I think there's a way they could really interestingly like they could set up multiple tables, like a, not just around. They could have table spots outside that don't win the match because they weren't from off the off the scaffold. Yeah, sure. And then they could set up multiple tables in positions where you didn't know which way they were going to come off the scaffold into the table. And you could even have them set up like a stack of tables, like two or three tall, that that would be the final one. So he's not going all the way down and just through one table, but he goes, you know what I mean? Or something. I don't know. Absorb the impact of it, but so now two more matches. Um, still have
1: on play a ta- one tag team title. Uh, um, yes. have two you have technically two, tag teams two teams you got the room. women's tag team titles, yeah. yes, and um, one WWE championship.
0: Uh-huh. And that's the So, we're definitely going to get the
1: ICs. And the IC and the US. The US yeah. and,
0: well, that's it. We're, so we're definitely going to get a rematch Bobby Lashley versus Biggie. I almost guarantee you. And so
1: I feel like that's Goldberg interference.
0: It very easily could be. Um,
1: is. Yeah.
0: Because Found Jewel is the next one. The next so next they need one. to yeah. do something to set it up. Um, so I think.
1: What fits? What fits?
0: So, uh, this one would have to be cinematic. Okay. Which means it's unlikely to happen. But (laughs) it's unlikely to happen for lots of reasons. Um, But I think... A church match. Okay. Because Biggie is part of the New Day, who famously their original gimmick was Southern self-help, self-help church yeah. style yeah. things. And Bobby Lashley is the almighty. <laughs> okay. So a church match,
1: a a
0: sanctuary match, maybe?
1: baptistry match. They have to baptize their opponent in the church baptistry.
0: Could be the way to do it. <laughs> Could be the way to do it. There, I mean, there's lots of reasons it's not going to happen. Number one, uh, you know, Vince McMahon has, has had no fear in pissing off a lot of groups, but churches have been one that he's kind of stayed away from. Except for in the Attitude Era when he wrestled God, I guess he did. He did beat God, so maybe
1: in a mock-up though.
0: Oh yeah, it, it was it was a mock match. Yeah, it was a, uh, but it still.
1: It was it was to make him more heel, and it succeeded. Yeah, at
0: him. yeah he succeeded, and so. But, I mean, I just think if you have it in a sanctuary that leads to lots of great spots of, like, spears through railings and and uh, suplexes through pews, like, you could gimmick up a bunch of pews with yeah. particle board. Yeah, you ain't stuff. doing that
1: with real pews. No, not real pews, <laughs> but
0: but gimmicked pews. You know, it, it would you actually look Kobe really run. impressive.
1: You could have Kofi run the, along the backs of pews
0: mm-hmm.
1: to get involved.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the way we would do it there.
2: Okay.
0: A heresy match. Anyways. Um. So to-
1: I to- was hoping to- you'd go with a bootios match there in the traditional um, pig pen match or 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 slime match, and it's just a bowl of bootios, a giant pool of baby pool of bootios, to throw your opponent into. The bootios aren't released right now, so
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> so that leaves one more match, and I just gotta decide do I want to do the raw tag teams?
1: Or the women's tag. Or the which women's is now tag. Nikki ASH and Rhea Ripley. Yeah.
0: Um, and so they very or, they're...
1: or you could go with a, a feud that just started in in Naia and
0: mm-hmm. Nia and, and Shana. Although I, I suspicion we're not gonna see Shana, uh, not gonna see Naya for a few weeks because they sell her injury. Um, so I doubt we're yeah, gonna see that much.
1: That arm was not broken. Yeah, I had to read you guys' text. i like, mm-hmm.
0: uh, when, no, when when uh, when JLB sent that, I was like, and I hadn't watched. I was because when you've got a three year old, sometimes you have to pause Raw to put mm-hmm. three year old to bed. Or whatever, so I was behind, but he sent Shayna broke Naya's arm. I was like, Wait, wait, the wording of that is suspicious. And she did her arm break gimmick thing, uh, on the stairs, steel steps, too. Right? um, it, it's, it's entirely kayfabe, you know, yeah. Um, and, and so I was like, ah, Yeah, your wording was a little bit. Um, but it's still it it was kind of fun because uh I mean Naya sold the hell out of it. The, so did
1: Shayna. She yeah. sold the hell out of I'm concerned, but I need to beat the crap out of you.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm concerned okay. I hurt it's, you. It's it's I almost you. the you remember the gimmick they were doing with Randy Orton about a year ago, a bit, yeah. Where where he was he was turning on people, but he's like, I I don't want to rkou but i just i have to you know what i mean sort of thing uh but just the the squealing from naya uh prior to it so that's how i'm, really
1: I'm was very good that was that was a horrible sell on Nia's behalf.
0: and eh, she sold the hell out of it i you know I, i'm not a naya fan but i you know she did does best she could with this particular gimmick um but yeah, right, so, anymore. anyways. Yeah, one um, so so, I don't think they're gonna do that. But I still have the IC, um, and IC and, and the the
1: Oregon, uh, US uh,
0: US title, and um, US is Nakamura, right?
1: Uh, IC
0: is Nakamura. IC, IC is Nakamura because US is on.
1: This is. U.S. is actually being fought for that's sheamus and and oh yes
0: yeah you're correct yes uh, so so I have the IC or the women's tag um or I could put together a match that's not any of those yes, it's you not know, related at all sort of thing um or the raw tag or the raw tag um I think Nakamura versus someone would be
1: way well, as a match on Friday. Against uh, is it Apollo?
2: Do, do, do,
1: do, do. Yeah, Apollo Cruz?
0: Um sorry, I'm you're fine, bud.
1: You are fine. Wonderful. So,
0: Wonderful Alcamera. They haven't done anything with Happy Corbin trying to get his king gimmick back sense coming back as happy Corbin. Maybe they set that up. So yeah, I think I'm going to do do Nakamura versus happy Corbin Um, For the icy belt and the king title. Because Happy Corbin wants to become king again. Um, And it is going to be in a... Trying to figure out what's a good way to tie gambling into this. you know what it's it's going to be a a a roulette um weapons match um or maybe maybe you do it instead of roulette you do uh slot machine match so the the whole thing is going to be um set up where similar to like a kendo stick on a pole match or whatever, right? Where the whole idea is that you get to the pole, you get the kendo stick, and then you can use it to help you win the match. Um, But instead of it being on a pole, um, there's going to be a slot machine, and you have to debilitate your opponent enough that you can go and put the giant comically large coin into the stupid-looking slot machine and pull the handle, and it's going to to uh come up with the jackpot of what weapon you get and so you could have kind of a, a whole thing does he get to have a chair does he get to have a barbed wire bat does he get to have a kendo stick who knows who knows what he's going to get to help him win this match um but this ties in with happy corbin winning his money back although i do want to point out there's there's still a uh a, uh a, a sort of I'm looking for a loophole uh plot hole in the happy Corbin thing because you know like two weeks before he won money in Vegas to be back he said he needed like a hundred thousand dollars a day yeah and and then he won like two hundred thousand dollars or something like that you know what I mean in Vegas and now he's suddenly rich again I'm like that's According to your own words, that's two days. It's not. Yeah, not that's really not a lot. Actually, I mean, it'd be a lot to you or I, right?
1: Yeah, two hundred thousand uh, would do just fine for me for a while.
0: Yeah, but you know, if your whole thing is you need two hundred thousand dollars a day or a hundred thousand dollars a day, that's not a lot. Anyways, that's side the point. So with that, um it allows you to have some fun weapons based stuff. Nakamura could could win by unlocking some weapon but choosing not even to use it uh, because he knows he can beat Happy Corbin with the Kinshasa by himself anyways. So yeah. Boom. 8 matches done.
1: So here. I'm I'm sad that you didn't have the uh three-story ring cage.
0: I, I really thought about it. I just couldn't figure out a storyline to put that in right now. Yeah. Um
1: yeah.
0: Cause I thought I thought about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. three stages of hell match. How do we do that? How do
1: I get that back? How do I do that? Bro, I I think I think uh, some type of uh, I really like the idea of a one legged match. You're not blindfolded. No, you don't have an arm tied behind your back that so you can get loose. Your feet are tied together. I think that would just be a lot of fun.
0: Uh, I don't know. I th- I think I'd have more fun watching the Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan which you actually can watch on YouTube, and it is a whole lot of fun. Uh, So So moving on, we will do my challenge. My challenge is a little bit tamer because, but it is also, like I said, tangentially related to what we just did there because it's based on on real events right now. This is going to be one of the few episodes of this where neither of our things are um, highly unlikely. Uh, because I just booked all six of the matches I booked are in some form or another taking place, right? Yeah,
1: the they matches aren't going to take place necessarily in this format,
0: in that format, but they're going to take place. So, um, what I want you to do is, um, we're going to switch over to AEW because AEW has a two night pay per view level event this week of Grand Slam. Um, and uh they're putting together some phenomenal matches for it, some ones that are really exciting to to think about. Okay. So I'm gonna uh throw out let's say six of them, and I want you to book how you would do them and what who you would have be the winner as an right?
1: extreme rule or what
0: just as as the rules are I mean you have you have the the leeway to do however you want. Okay. but like I said, this is this is uh, Aew. so it's not extreme rules based. this is aew side. So they can be just solid sol- matches, but like I say, some of these are ones that you are in in sort of a corner on. So the matches I want you to book are from Aew Dynamite, um, which is coming up tomorrow night. We've got uh, Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho in only, I believe, her third AEW match since coming Um, for the women's title. You've got Cody Rhodes against Malachi Black, Cody Rhodes returning from almost retirement to face Malachi Black. And you've got Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega in a non-title match, right? On Rampage, you've got CM Punk versus Powerhouse Hobbs. That one might actually be one of the easier ones to book. Um, But it is still tough. You've got the six-man tag match with Christian Cage and Jurassic Express versus The Elite, including Adam Cole, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson. And then you've got... Uh, Men of the Year with Dan Lambert, so that's Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, versus The Inner Circle, Chris Jericho, and Jake Hager. Right. So those are the six matches. I want you to book how you would have the match go, who's going to win, and why.
1: Well, let's just start from the beginning, and you'll need to remind oh. me as we go through. Okay. So, uh, number one, we're going to start with Britt and Ruby, since that's the first one you said. Uh-huh. Britt and Ruby, um, I'm going to make that a submission match. I'm going to have uh, Brit change it up on Ruby and just be like, that's fine. We can have our match. Um, I'm going to add a little stipulation. You've, you've managed to go to AEW Brass and get my girls banned from ringside. I don't think you have a submission maneuver. So what happens is Ruby... Goes and talks to A.W. Rass says, you know, I, I understand that I, I I feel very, very blessed to have this opportunity. I don't want it to be squandered on outside interference. I want all of Britt's uh, people banned from ringside. And they say, okay, we'll give you that, but you have to give her a stipulation in, in return. And at that point, Britt says, here's my stipulation. It's a submission match. We haven't really seen one in AEW. It's a great heel tactic on on Britt Baker's behalf to assume that Ruby does not have a submission maneuver in her repertoire, um, which she will. I mean, all mm-hmm. she has to do is just choose one, you know. And, uh, and so we're going to make that a submission match. I do still have Britt Baker win. Um, I have Britt Baker win by Ruby not having a perfectly executed Submission Ruby tries several submissions. She tries a uh, cross face. She tries a um, uh, Sharpshooter slash scorpion death block. Yes, I know that they're not the same, but In this instance, you know, we're gonna go that route. She tries the reverse um, the reverse uh, uh, Cloverleaf that Rhea Ripley has she tries several different versions of, of different things and just cannot get Britt baker in a position where she will tap um mostly because of execution. It's not that not that she's not capable of it but she's only had a couple minutes to <laughs> prepare and okay i do know how to do a figure four i suppose i'll try a figure four i'll try this i'll try that um it also allows for fun things like when Ruby's trying the figure four to go woo to the crowd as a as a uh, big middle finger, you know, type thing, <laughs> um, and so I think that adds a lot of fun. Um, Brett wins because Britt Baker really still is the face of that division, and she wins with Lockjaw. It's just the right move to, to have. So, um, not not that I don't love the idea of Ruby Soho. AEW women's champion at some point, just not three matches in.
0: Yep. That's why yo, know that's why I chose these specific matches. They they all provide a a sort of a dilemma as to how do you keep someone strong with the ending, right? Because they all feature people who are at least in some way, relatively new and relatively over with the crowd in a situation where you might want them to lose. Yeah. So so the next one that I said was Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes. Of course, Malachi Black's been destroying people left and right. Cody Rhodes uh, recently came back. Now they've got um, a
1: match. I really like the idea of a guy that strikes like Malachi Black having a little bit of a, of a winning streak. Um, not 173 and 0. Don't even try to pretend he's 173 and 0. Whatever, um, but easily to 50 wins in a row because of his ability to hit the black mass out of nowhere. I love the idea of him just of literally Cody getting in the ring, doing his little pros. Bell rings, boom, out goes Cody. Um, I have that as a traditional match, um, not because Cody isn't great. But because Cody still just had a kid, or hasn't had the kid yet. Had the kid, yep. Had the kid, just had a kid. <laughs> Gonna want some time at home. Um, and it's just a really good way to build up Malachi Black. Um, with with And not that Cody wasn't, isn't capable of beating Malachi Black, but um he, he just doesn't know what's gonna hit him next, you know, with this guy, and so it knocks him out, and, and then you can have some vignettes. Did I show you the, the copy? Yeah, vignettes, some vignettes. Um that uh you know Cody's trained to to set himself up to be more prepared for the types of attacks that can come out of nowhere. So that's what I do with that one. And that instantaneously builds Malachi Black as a threat for everyone. Mm-hmm. And it builds Cody based on the character we know he already has. Yeah. And he's still the guy who will, um, even though Christian Cage used this, outwork everyone.
0: That's That was more or less my thoughts on this one, um, just to go into commentary mode for a bit. This is, you absolutely have to have Malachi Black win this one. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. This has to be a, a situation where Cody puts over the new guy, but you can do it in a way that Cody still looks good in it. Yeah. By putting in the work, hitting hitting his submissions, hitting a lot of his his finishers, but getting caught with that black mass.
1: Yeah. You can um, you can do it in this match. You can you can build Cody in this match, or you can build Cody with uh-huh. vignettes, vignettes. Exactly. Um, I, I personally choose to build Cody with vignettes because I think it makes Malachi Black looks that much more dominant. And I do want Cody to come back and get the win. But I want it at like New Year's Revolution. Or at AEW Revolution, not New Year's Revolution, but at, at Revolution. I don't want it at full gear. I don't want it. I don't want to ride right around the corner. I want hmm. Cody to show I have to work this much harder. I'm still running the company. They have the dang TV series for that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm still yeah. running the company. I'm still working my tail off behind the scenes. I now have a kid. What time of day am I going to get up and do my workouts so that I can be more prepared for a uh, spinning heel kick that knocks everyone it comes up yeah. against out cold?
0: And and I'm fine with the idea of Cody not getting this win back, That this being the win that he can't. He can't get right? Yeah. For whatever reason. Um, but that again, that still puts over Malachi Black. And you can then have Cody come back and go on a winning streak against other people. but yeah. but in the end, i I like the idea of Malachi Black getting just a, a solid win streak I mean, over yeah. over him. Anyways, um, and like I said, it could in my mind, it can be a ten minute match where Cody yeah. Rhodes tries everything. And Malachi Black um, just seems to have an answer for everything and then yep. hits the Black Mass. And...
1: Mine, mine is the out of nowhere. I really want to establish that out of nowhere so much that if there's a ding on a bell, you better be worried that there's a foot coming
0: mm-hmm. to your face. Yep. And that deals, you, you can have in that match, you can have there be an attempted Black Mass in the first second of the match. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ding swing, Cody barely ducks out of the way or gets hit and know. falls out of the ring. Yep, or something, right? Um, anyways, uh, third match was Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega. It's a non title match, um, which does give you a little bit more leeway with winner because it's non title. Um,
1: yeah. um, full gear's next, right?
0: Yep, in two months. Just under two months.
1: This is like November 13th. To, this isn't the time to have Hangman come back. This is the time to have Hangman steal or have Daniel Brian Danielson steal Hangman's moveset. I think that's a really good move here. Um, I think I think you can play the distraction card. Uh, it's, it's just a traditional match, and you know, oh, uh, a a uh, a broomstick was less predictable than you are, Brian Danielson. And so Brian Danielson is attacking, um, and Kitty Omega is just constantly dodging everything he has. And that's when Brian Danielson throws in Hangman's moveset to get the win. Not Brian Danielson's moveset, but Hangman's, including the buckshot lariat. Or get the near fall. I, I I want the near fall off of Hangman's Buckshot Lariat. So he he does Hangman's Buckshot Lariat. Says I, I wanted to go with a, a set of moves that I knew could beat you. Selling Hangman without saying Hangman's name because he's on leave temporarily, um, but not but not having to say his name or anything like that, um, and. Uh, and that opens the, the door for him to get a bell lock and get the way in. Um, I do like the idea of a distraction. Um, I think the right person for that distraction is um, photographer dork that follows the group. Um, where's the mask? What is his name?
0: Has oh, the- um, uh, Brandon Cutler.
1: Yeah, Brandon Cutler. Brandon Cutler can be the reason for the distraction, you know, coming out to take pictures. Um, but uh, but I, I I don't I don't mind the idea of one of Hangman's moves, and it doesn't have to be that. I just think that's the most obvious one where you have him do um, some type of Hangman page move um, to set up so he can actually do his Lebel lock. Um, that's where I go with that. Um, I think it sells to the future with hangman page coming back. Um, you can say, I, he, I mean, immediately afterwards, you can be like, I had to use something I knew could beat Kenny, mine didn't, but it allowed me the opportunity to put him in the little bell lock. That also gives you a title match later, you know, two three weeks from now, uh, with, with Brian Danielson against Kenny. For Kenny to win very, very clean, cleanly, and and overwhelmingly, but it sells a move set from the eventual guy who to beat Kenny, I think,
0: which is Hangman, um, and uh, and oh. so, still, you know, leaves both of them walking away, smelling like roses. So, okay. Um, so then the next one on the cards that we talked about would be this one's going to be on Rampage, and um, I'm trying to remember which one I did next. Uh, I think I did CM Punk versus Powerhouse Hobbs next, so we'll just go with that one.
1: I, I have no clue how I do this one. Um, you you sold me a good point with the idea of Powerhouse winning. Um, I think shenanigans need to be involved if that's the case.
0: 100. Um, percent
1: yeah. Um I kinda want shenanigans involved from a new member of Taz's click. So not just not just three then it goes back up to four, you know, since Ryan Cage is gone. Um yeah, I go I go with uh I go ahead and have powerhouse Hobbs win via shenanigans. I would like to see the first application of the Anakim device in AEW. Um, it's fine if it if it doesn't win because of the shenanigans. Uh, it's fine if CM Punk's pissed off at whomever causes said to get shenanigans, and then it's fine if powerhouse gets the win because CM Punk was distracted. And then that also opens the door for a 10-minute promo about, I guess I was distracted (laughs) that seriously, the only person who could pull off that 10-minute promo is CM Punk. That is the strongest thing he has is, what the fuck promos that just last way too long, but (laughs) God, they're good the whole way through.
0: Okay, um, next one I talked about was uh six-man tag, Christian Cage and Jurassic Express versus the Elite. Adam Cole, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson. This one, like I said, is tough because uh Christian Cage is really over. The Jurassic Express is super over. Yes. Um, and obviously being pushed to be the next um
1: team to knock off
0: yeah next team to go right but you also have a debuting Adam. well this will be a second match but debuting in tag division uh adam cole with matt and nick jackson um this also may be um setting setting, setting the groundwork the for a trio's title yes uh because um so out outside of of actual um news um Beltman Dan, who famously is one of the people that AEW has used to make belts, has teased that he's working on a new AEW belt. Um, and it could be a women's tag belt. It could be a women's mid card belt. It could be a trios belt. We don't know. Those are three options that I think are likely.
1: I don't, I don't think this leads into the trios because I don't think Jurassic Express and, uh, and Kenny or or Jurassic Express and Christian Cage are long term alliances. I think I I agree there. I I, th- th-
0: the- I think it may directly depending on how it ends, but it could directly lead into it with the Super Click if they win. Yes. They could then go I, on a
1: I think the tirade one, about Jurassic it. Express is Kazarian. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you want a trios group,
0: a- in fact, the Super Click this easily could be. Um, a way for them to, to establish uh, a trios division as in they win, they announce that they're the uh, dominant trios group in AEW, and as that they name themselves, they use their powers as evps to debut a new belt just for them, sort of yeah. a thing. Since since but, they
1: lost their last belts. Yep. Um, we, we can have a, a belt. Yep. We're gonna have
0: our own belts. We yeah. can just make one. Anyways, but how would you book it?
1: It'd be great because that triangle would come out and just immediately challenge him for it.
2: Anyway,
1: <laughs> sorry. Um, I have a feud. I have all six of them feud at some point, but Jurassic Express versus versus the Young Bucks, I think that pushes to the back. I think what you want out of this match is to really get that Christian Cage, Adam Cole. Um you can get a friendly banter. I've never lost a Christian cage, you know, out of that for Adam Cole. <laughs> um, I I need I don't need an impact title. I've never lost a Christian cage. You know, where, where Kenny's basically saying, Yeah, go get the impact title, bud. Yeah, you know, kind of kind of hinting to something that's gonna occur at at AEW time. Um just around the corner you know in three and a half years because they don't fast play any storylines, um and so you can have uh you can have uh the chase out of the building between the young bucks and jurassic express yes we want all the spots with jungle boy yes we want the spots with uh with the young bucks we want all of that to show up but i think at the end of this you have Adam Cole, and Christian Cage. And I think you have the Impact champion lose to Adam Cole. Um, and I think I think that that plays into a couple weeks down the line. You know, Kenny, yeah, I mean, we're all the best in the world. I mean, I'm the very best in the world. But, you know, we're, as a team, we're also the best faction in the world. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've never lost to, to Christian Cage. You saw me in that tag match a little while back. It ended up being one-on-one. So mm-hmm. I mean that's how great right we are. Where yeah. we really are, all of us together are the best in the world. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because yeah. makes no doubt about it. At some point in the that's future, happening. Adam Cole is definitely turning on Kenny Omega. Yes. Um, it it's one hundred percent happening, and it may actually happen. Um, with the Young Bucks siding with Adam Cole, yes. over Kenny Omega, um, that very this, well might happen as in well. In particular.
1: If Kevin Steen is signed to AEW, uh-huh. in yeah. particular, because that's another faction that you can yep. build. Um, in particular, if Kevin Steen is signed, and Kenny Omega says, "Well, I I got friends too," and you know maybe he, he keeps Brandon Cutler and says, "There's this there's this redheaded guy that's going to come in," you know uh-huh. from, from Canada. I, I got some Canadian buddies coming in.
0: And well, and then you, then you've got Mount Rushmore versus uh, the the elite with the Good Brothers uh, involved as well. You yeah, know what I mean? Good Brothers,
1: Sami Zayn and mm-hmm. and Kenny Omega, who aren't really the elite, but he says oh, I have elite friends too, other elite friends, and so yes. you can get that. So, in particular, if Kevin Steen signs with them, you you may very well see that you're right sooner than later. Um, especially if they have Blood and Guts be an annual thing, that that could be my Blood and Guts, and and then you have Adam Cole brag up. I've never lost one of these types of matches either, <laughs> so that's fine. We'll do one of these. I, I did something like this really, really similar. Well, maybe it was a dream. I don't know. I was I was out of it for a while, you know. <laughs> but I feel like I've done stuff like this before. You know, and and those are are there left and right, left and right. So, um, yeah, I think that that's happening. That's why I kind of want to see Adam Cole versus Christian Cage finish that out. Nothing against Christian Cage. Uh, Again, Christian Cage will do wonders for that Impact Championship um, or that TNA Championship, whichever one you want to call it. but it, it opens the door for Adam Nicole to say, ah, yeah, I've never lost to Christian Cage. And just leave it at that. Because that's, that's how AEW builds these. And Adam Cole builds that really well. Yep. So that's where I go with that.
0: Okay. And then the final one that I challenged was Men of the Year. That's Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky with Dan Lambert. Because they're building up that whole thing. Um, versus Chris Jericho and Jake Hager of the Inner Circle.
1: I, I, I dang near make that a beatdown. I don't know how else to do that. I mean, Jake Hager obviously can now take bumps, which is a plus. Um, but I dang near make make uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page just annihilate uh, Jericho and Hager. Not because of a riff. Not because uh, Hager can easily be distracted by Jake Hager or by Dan Lambert, and then the two of them can beat on Jericho. Scorpio Sky should have been the first guy to knock off Jericho. Um, I, I really, I really wanted to see that happen. I wanted to see him be the AEW original that won it, um, and he could have lost it quickly, and that wouldn't have hurt anybody at all. You Remember that match obviously, mm-hmm. so um, they're heels now. I don't like Scorpio Sky as a heel, I love Ethan Page as a heel, so I can deal with it for a short while. But uh, I, I think I think I think tops a six minute match, and I think it's it's uh, you know, uh, four and a half minutes of, of um, what's their nickname? Cash dang it. The Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky yeah, men sorry. of the year, men of the year. That's what it is. Um, their moniker. Sorry. Um, I, I think it's four and a half minutes of them dominating. Yes, there's going to be moments where Hager and Jericho have their wins, but I, I'd really love to see that just be about building somebody else up. So that's actually the route I would go, and I think you would probably disagree with me on that one.
0: I don't know because here's the deal: is it, that one. Part of why that one's tough, and that's why I chose it, is, you know, uh, Chris Jericho hasn't won a lot recently. He won the one versus MJF, uh, and, and he is super over with the crowd. Uh, Jake Hager, not so much, but that's uh, all together. Um, and Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky are super over as heels, I yes. think. Um, and the whole Dan Lambert thing, that's where it's like, it's tough because Dan Lambert was brought in, obviously, to bring heel heat, to bring heat, uh, you know, do all the AEW sucks promos, get the cheap heat. Yep. And he's good at it. He does it yeah. well. I'm not yep. knocking him on that, but he was brought in for that. He's no Don
1: callous in terms of just, yeah. well, I, I fucking hate this guy.
0: Yeah. But but, uh, but along the same way, it's like this is going to be the first match that he's involved with. So you you kinda have to give it to men of the year, right? Yeah. Because you can't build him up as this disruptive nature in you know well and I think that's the force.
1: advantage of having him run from Hager, you know mm-hmm. then then it doesn't hurt Jericho to get his ass kicked by two dudes. Yeah. Like nobody it, nobody goes, Oh Jericho
0: It also could lead to some points where, like, they Hager chases him to the back, and then you have a vignette in the back where other members of um, um, America's power team or whatever.
1: Hell, pinnacle.
0: Yeah. Well, no, because I mean, the big thing, yeah, with Dan Lambert is is he legitimately runs. I can't. I can't even remember what the name of the fucking thing is, but America's top team, top guys, top top fighter. I don't even know the MMA group, legitimate MMA fighters. Right. And so Jake Hager chases him to the back. And then you've got the legitimate MMA fighters there, um, which plays up with Jake Hager being a legitimate MMA fighter, although not to the level that, I mean, let, let's be honest. He's, he's three and O in, in MMA fights, I think. Um, but, but these aren't UFC-level fights. These, are, these aren't these are Bellator-level fights. No. You know what I mean? Uh, no. So, but you could build up. You could even have a brawl breakout backstage, and then a bunch of people have to come in and, and break it up and pull them all apart. But because of that, Jake Hager isn't in the ring to help Chris Jericho out and the men of the year beat him up. So, yeah. so I, I mean, effectively... That could be the same thing that happens there. That's uh, what
1: I was going with. So, yeah, that's but that's that one.
0: But in the end, I, I have to say it's the same sort of thing I was saying uh, on Sunday night's show. Is right now the card for Grand Slam, both Dynamite and Rampage, is a little bit more exciting than the card for Extreme Rules, mostly because there's only one stipulation.
1: And that one's okay. not even defined. That's it's not even defined. Sh- yeah, Cold it's hard. it's an extreme rules match. Yeah. So define an extreme. Tell me how an extreme rules match differs from yeah. no holds barred. Differs yeah. from no disqualification. Yeah. Is differs from
0: can can uh, Finn Balor light Roman Reigns on fire? Is that is that yeah. what is can he history? hit him with a car? Yeah. Can he stab can him? He,
1: can he pin him somewhere else? Yeah, can can he just
0: can, fucking pull out a gun and shoot him? Can right. He, we need to know these rules.
1: Can he make a call for a cage to be lowered mm-hmm. out of nowhere? What is an extreme rules match? The, if you don't define it, then you're just sitting there going, "Oh, okay." You know, it's like it's like what makes so we know what makes a ladder match a ladder match. What makes a table match a table match? What's the purpose in a chairs match?
0: Um, you can use use chairs,
1: but you you get what I'm saying. Like there is two of those have their own definition to them, and yeah. then the third one at TLC, you're like you get,
0: you,
2: you get to you get to you, use chairs.
1: Yeah, you can use chairs if you want. Okay, so so this is this is a no DQ match. Well, only chairs. You
0: know, only chairs, right?
1: Yeah, use a a kendo stick. What? Yeah, like, that
0: makes no sense.
1: Yeah. The, oh, you mean the thing that's readily available in an arena of 60,000 people or, or even just 10,000 people? It's readily available item. Oh, and, and there's probably 65 of them under the ring because those are extras. Yeah. So.
0: But uh, if you grab that kendo stick that's under the ring, you can't use that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and so that's where I get frustrated when you say things like. What still to this day I don't I don't have a clue what the difference between a no holds barred and a no match matches. Mm-hmm. Other people but, can be can interfere in a no DQ and they can't in a no holds barred. Is but is qualifications in a no holds barred? No, yeah, I
0: mean there's not supposed to be because no holds are bar. I mean that's the you know, what what qualifies as a hold? Right? Yeah. No holds or barred. Is it's a punch. hold.
1: There's another
0: there's another guy in you know part of a hold. Yeah yeah exactly. Um, that so brings me to the thing I, I kind of uh, mentioned earlier that I'm I'm pissed about. So WWE Raw started off this week with with a six man tag. You had the New Day versus the Bloodline, right? Um, and in the middle of that, in the middle of that. Uh, Biggie's on the outside. I think you had Xavier Woods and Roman Reigns on the inside uh, inside the ring. And everyone else is on the outside. And Bobby Lashley comes along and spears Biggie outside the ring. And then proceeds to beat up all of the other members outside the ring. On both sides? On both sides, yeah. All of the other members on both sides. Um, While the match... But the entire time, the referee inside stood there and watched this happen, should that not have been a DQ immediately?
1: Sure, because it's a tag match, and those are all participants.
0: Those were all participants in the tag Mm -hmm. match, and they were all being attacked by someone outside the match.
1: Sells a reason for Roman to finally be pissed at him, because here's the deal. The fact that he didn't get disqualified is a loss on Roman's record, if you have it that way. There's not history there at all Mm -hmm. between those two. But there immediately is if you cost So you have a reason for the last match of the night because you cost the bloodline the win
2: because
1: mm-hmm. he would have the spear on Xavier Woods. And you have a reason for Biggie to be pissed at him because he just attacked you when you were already in a match. Yep. Yeah, so it you,
0: it, you know, it really would have sold the storyline so much better to do it. But even more than that, I thought the rules were if someone outside the match interferes and attacks a person in the match then there's a DQ.
1: Yeah. And and that's any one of the six whether they're yes. in the ring or not. Yeah.
0: yeah. Exactly. Just, I mean it doesn't matter. It's just it's if if that had happened in any other match there should have been a DQ. The old this, ex- is,
1: this is what happens when you change the booking all the time, mm-hmm. so you're Vincent and you change your booking, and when you don't empower your employees to just do certain things, you end up with these undefined moments where you're like, wait a minute, shouldn't that be a DQ? That's interference. Yes. In with these six people, you know? Um, and it should have been a DQ against the bloodline, even if he attacks the bloodline later.
0: Yes. The um, first, The first person he attacked was a member of the New Day, Therefore, it should have been a DQ on the bloodline because he's attacking someone from their opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, you know, uh, Bobby Lashley could still have done everything else he did there and destroyed the rest of uh, the Usos and you know, had, all that you stuff. He could even have
1: Roman still get the spear and now confused why there is an account from the ref and get up and, mm-hmm. the, ref and the ref's like you were disqualified. He yeah. attacked one of your opponents. Mm-hmm. Now you have heat between Roman and, and Bobby Lashley. You already had the heat between Big E and Lashley. You have historical heat between the Shield and New Day, and the Usos and New Day. So New Day has a historical heat with with uh, Roman. Now you have a reason for the triple threat, other than I'm pissed off and and he cut my match short and he he did this and
0: yeah. The build just, Steven. I, the build I to and and I, I'm gonna say something here that's gonna be surprising, but this was actually the first RAW in a while that wasn't absolutely boring. No, um, so, but, but it, didn't little things sense. like this piss me off.
1: Yes, it's just yeah. be consistent. Define your long. matches. I don't. I don't even need to be consistent. I just need to know what the fuck the rule is. Mm-hmm. What is your rule this time? Yeah, tell yeah. me if there's a rule this so. time. And this is this is the problem with naming something extreme rules match. Well, what is that? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's extreme rules.
0: In the end, you know, I can suspend my disbelief a lot. Like when you say it's a no DQ match and the heel doesn't come out and immediately hit the other guy with the chair, right?
1: Like, I, can, I can live through that. I, I can live
0: through that. that. I get it. The heel's gonna use the chair as a last resort thing, whatever. Or a I taser
1: can, for, for that matter. Like, or a taser, yeah, or a taser,
0: yeah. Or taser, yeah. Fucking uh, handcuffs and a knife, and say get down or I slit your throat. I don't care. Yeah. You know, th- there's lots of things I can suspend my disbelief on that. But if the rules of the match say interference should cause a DQ, then interference should cause a DQ, right? Yeah, that should be the end of it.
1: Yep. So,
0: anyways, um, we will go ahead and move on to our lovely game of um, uh, AEW, Ring of Honor, or Impact this is the game where we challenge each other with uh, three wrestlers currently, usually in WWE, and we decide which one of the um, other uh, places they should go. Um, and so I am going to go with three uh, currently NXT people. Um,
1: Are you going to give me some of the, who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck no. is this?
0: These are all going to be, to be perfectly honest, these are all going to be uh, names, and oh, okay. they're going to be names that, r- right now, um, we might be able to make a good argument that they're being severely misused. Um, okay. So, Here. we have got now former cruiserweight champion Kashida. We've got Johnny Gargano. And um, I'm going to throw a women's wrestler in here because uh, what the f- I don't know what the fuck they're doing with her. Um, I had to look up her name. Frankie Monet. Because oh. I had to think of her, her, her new name. She just debuted
1: Got it.
0: two months ago and and they've done fuck all with her. Um, so, AEW, Ring of Honor, or Impact?
1: Hmm. Frankie bon- monet to back to impact I just feel like the most most positive can be done by bringing Ty of Alkyrie back to impact um <sighs> who were your other two uh
0: Kashida and Johnny gargano
1: um I'm gonna go ahead and say Kushida to AEW uh, I, I just think those are fire matches absolutely fire matches Um, and Gargano to ROH I I, I don't know that he ever had any time with ROH I don't want to change any of those I, I want Tyre. What I want is Taya Valkyrie in WWE. Can I change that? To Taya Valkyrie, not Frankie Monet. Taya Valkyrie in WWE. Cool <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, sure would be nice. Uh, uh,
1: but Gargano, Gargano's not a main eventer, and they're going to fuck off NXT. Um, so he's not main roster. Sorry, main roster. Uh-huh. Um, I'd go to RH a heartbeat if I was him. Um, I do think I think at this juncture, the AEW roster is too loaded for Gargano to really shine. That's unfortunate, um, but I think it's true. I th-
0: I think I think it can shine if they do a little bit of restructuring, which they might be doing with Dark, right? Where they turn turn Dark into more of their developmental, more of their NXT, right? And uh, and then those matches can be on dark and not take up time on dynamite or rampage. Um, and then they can have a little bit more, but yeah, I mean, here's the deal. Gargano anywhere other than, than WWE is going to be probably used better.
1: Right. Yeah. So, um, um, but I, I, I really, really like the impact women's division. I do. I would like to see what's going to happen with women of our, um, but Kushida boy, there's just, uh, once you, once you watch the cage matches, the last pay-per-view, anybody who does flip dos is a legit player in, in, in professional wrestling now. Yeah. So, so that's where I'm at.
0: So, yeah, that's a, I mean, the, the I can't argue with those answers. The only uh, the only question I have is, because I had a different person, instead of of Valkyrie, I almost did, but then I thought to myself, well, we've done him a bit recently, I think. But would it have changed your answers if it had been Kyle O'Reilly? Kushida, Kyle O'Reilly, and Johnny Gargano.
1: It might have. It might have. Um, No, probably not. I mean, Gargano maybe would have been more fun and Impact, but I just don't see him as an AEW product, I think. I, and I've and you'll attest to this. You've you've done a podcast with me for two years now, and we've been very very close friends. I would even say best friends.
0: Well, best friends
1: <laughs> for for five six years now, um, for life, uh, for life. Anyway, um, I I I don't know that you. I, I don't. I don't. I've never hidden the fact that I didn't think Gargano was a main eventer. I think he's a transitional champion at best. Even as a babyface, face, um, even as Johnny Wrestling, um, there were times you were marking out over him. Oh my gosh, he's gonna be champion for the title! And I was like, God, I hope not.
0: <laughs> see, and the just, thing is, I, I, frankly, I, I see a babyface, heartbreak kid in him. I like really do see he could be as over as as that if if done right. But, but WWE obviously he, isn't going he's been to a
1: heal for ages now. Mm-hmm. I mean for two little over two years. Yeah. Like it's irritating me well, But so anyway, um for so who me do you to for me? you. I am going to use Oh, let's just let's just get after it. Let's just let's just use people whose contracts are ending. We've seen it, but things are different now. This is this is gonna be something where it's no longer about, well, you know, what would you do if Kevin Owens was available? Kevin Owens is gonna be available. At the same time, as Sami Zayn's gonna be available. I mean, unless they unless it's contract expiration which I'm 99% sure you're right. I think on Kevin Owens, they'll fire him the last month Mm -hmm. to make sure. Sami Zayn, they may let him expire, but Kevin Owens, they're going to fire his ass just to keep him off the market for 90 days. Yep. Um, So, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, what's another contract that's expiring? Was it Berganos expiring? Berganos
0: is expiring, yeah.
1: There you go. There's your fun. Have it.
0: Okay. Um so I'm assuming they're all at the same time. Um I They're
1: they're I think a total of four months apart.
0: Yeah, but and we're we're just gonna pretend Kevin them is, at the same time yeah, and everything. So just for the sake of this.
1: October, uh,
0: um no, apparently both Kevin Owens and, and Sammy Zayn's are are January.
1: Kevin, okay. Yes. And Gargano's is October. I think so. Something
0: summer? like that. Something like that. I don't know, but I'm just gonna say all at the same time. Um, as much as you would think, I'm gonna say Gargano and AEW because I do think you'd be fucking fire there. No,
1: Kevin But
0: you here. gotta do. You gotta do <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Steen. There. You, you just yeah. gotta. There's no ifs ands or buts there.
1: I, I knew um, where, I knew what AEW was when I said Kevin Owens and, yeah, or Kevin Steen. Yeah, that's,
0: uh-huh. yeah. That's it. There. Um. The tougher thing is Sami Zayn and uh Gargano. Um they're a lot more similar than we'd like to think they are. Um, because they both got super over as baby faces. Yep. Um,
1: and neither of them is a great is is over as a heel, I guess I should say.
0: Yeah. And they both, yeah, kind of struggle they're as, They're
1: good heels, heels a but they're they're not uh-huh. You don't so, hate him the way you, the way you do Roman or or Seth Rollins. At so,
0: um, Gargano to Impact, and Sami Zayn to Ring of Honor. I think is the way you go.
1: Oh, why wasn't JLB here? He'd yeah, be so mad at you.
0: Yeah, he would have. We should yeah. just text him. Like, by the way, I put Sami Zayn in Ring of Honor just for you. Um, Gosh. I, you know, I think that I, just works better for mean,
1: me. I think it's the last three years of booking for Sami Zayn. I really do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like,
0: well, yeah. I, WWE, WWE, uh, w- w- WWE has, has really worked Remarkably hard at ruining Sami Zayn. Yeah, um,
1: I thought they were going to do that with Bailey when they took away the hugger thing, and that turned out okay. Mm-hmm. But Sami Zayn is a is a. I, I'm disinterested in him being Fidel Castro or 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 Che Guevara, and, or, and like I said, the, the, the tough is thing right is now.
0: go go back five years. Even just like four years, right? Sami Zayn babyface entrance. He oh, does, still uses the same yep. same music the music everything.
1: is babyface.
0: Yeah. Um whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's a ska. I, who doesn't want to dance to ska music? So, anyways, yeah. I think right. that's that's the way I would do it. So
1: and Gargano would be fired in the X Division. You're right. So yeah, I mean, you, you think yeah, about it, Chris Bay you, versus
0: Gargano. Uh,
1: you could, could babyface him to a championship. Hmm. Ooh, ultimate overcomer. You know, type thing. yeah, yeah it, it works.
0: Yeah. So.
1: So. But. But Kevin Steen. To yeah, AEW. you just don't pass that. Are you, are, are you listening?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Tony Khan. Hmm.
1: Kevin Steen to AEW. Yeah.
0: Well that's the deal. I mean, when we mentioned how stacked the roster in AEW is and how we wonder when they're going to be able to stop signing stars. Um so there's a couple things that a Quality. eventually eventually they are going to have some people leave, right? Yeah. It's the nature of business. Doesn't matter how great your NFL team is, um eventually a star goes to an, the opposition, goes to a different team, right? It's the nature of the business. Uh, they're going to have some stars step back from wrestling. We've already seen uh, uh, Cody do it. Cody step back a bit and not do it as much. Uh, Christopher Daniels has not wrestled since they lost that tag team match, right? Yeah.
1: Well, um, Tangman Page taking a break.
0: Tangman Page took a break, but I I, I think we we are going to see some people. I think we're we're going to eventually see like Billy Gunn will probably stop wrestling. All uh and uh, yeah, all together, and just be a coach, mentor backstage, and let his sons continue to wrestle, right? Yeah, you're yeah. you're going to have some people who step back, um, and you're going to have eventually some people who go to someplace else for all sorts of reasons. Their contracts come up with AEW, and they get offered a big contract at WWE, or or they don't. They get offered a contract at Impact, or or they don't get offered a renewal. I mean, you know we like to talk about Tony Khan and talk about how he's a great guy and he's a wrestlers booker. He's a, he's a wrestling guy everything, but he's also a businessman. And eventually there are going to be some of those wrestlers that he, he realizes he whiffed on, right. That he well, took a chance a on, on science in the
1: women's division. I mean, mm-hmm. Kong's not around anymore.
0: Yeah. Awesome
1: Kong's not around anymore. She's yep.
0: Her. Yep. Um, it, it, but there are going to be something like, Hey, I, Here's the, I, I'm a big fan of Peter Avalon. I think he's a phenomenal wrestler and, uh, but he's even with this new, the wingman gimmick, he's not over. He's not over with the crowd. They barely use him, mostly on dark uh, to lose to two other teams. And yeah, there always needs to be jobbers, but eventually Tony Khan's going to probably look at someone like Peter Avalon and say okay. maybe you'd be better off someplace else.
1: Hey, you're fired yeah
0: yeah and and i think is i don't know if he's gonna fire them but he very easily might not renew their contract right that's the easier yeah, way yeah. to do it that's that's the nice guy way to do it you know what i mean yeah just saying hey you know we... hey. hey
1: tony what are we gonna renegotiate my contract for the next contract
0: uh yeah you know about that
1: well, probably not
0: <laughs> yeah about that um you know, you can start contacting other companies now about booking.
1: Yeah, and because you now know, yeah, let's just go ahead and uh, let you know that uh, you're not going to have any matches in the remaining month and a half yeah. or whatever it is. You're you're, you're going to have a two month vacation. Yep. Yeah.
0: You're you're going to get paid. You're still going to get your checks and everything. You're just yeah. You know, it's going to happen, and I'm you know he's a businessman and he knows he doesn't have infinite money for a roster. But on top of it, as as excited and and nice as we like the one-hour rampage on Friday nights, I 100% see, uh, because its ratings have been better than, you people like to to say, oh, it's only getting about 700,000 viewers right now, but uh, Turner, Warner Brothers, specifically said that 700,000 viewers is more than they expected
1: on Friday night at 10 o'clock
0: yes um, and so I would not be surprised if they come and say you know it would be great let's do that two hours and I like it at one hour I don't necessarily want a two hour on a regular but they're doing a two hour this week and it could be a trial run for down the road and so then we have four hours of wrestling that they need to fill up that opens up the pocketbooks a little bit more there
1: if um, you want I'm going to say this to both AEW and WWE Anybody else who wants the eighteen to fifty demographic to be bigger Saturday morning, Mm -hmm. replace the cartoons. Their kids will watch. It's a long term play, and dad will sit down with the kids and watch pro wrestling. Even more than that, recap show. And
0: here's another way that, frankly, I think. and I know they're they're walking a fine line with this, and, and I don't want to, them to stop, because it is one of their recruiting tools, but um, currently they don't do any house shows, right? They do the AEW Dark Tapings down now down in Orlando. They do Rampage and Dynamite in wherever, and that's it. And one of their recruiting things is a lighter work schedule. You're not doing a ton of house shows. You can take your indie bookings, um, and yada, yada, yada. But... Uh, there are reasons for house shows. Um, WWE debated on getting rid of house shows and they've never done it. And the reasons are a, you can try out storylines in front of a live crowd without it being canon. Right. Um, uh, You can earn some more money from ticket sales to these live shows. Um, And, and very important for AEW, right? They they're trying to build up a video library. What better way to build up a video library than unseen footage from house shows, right? Yep. Uh, you record them, you don't put them on YouTube, you wait until you've got an offer for a streaming service and you say, hey, we've also got all of this footage from, from live shows that we can put in the archives, right?
1: And literally, those house shows should be Thursday on your way home. Yes, so you exactly know who's injured, who isn't? Mm-hmm. Don't ruin your follow- your next day's card that yep. is on your way home. Where exactly? Yeah, less so. Less so, than so they play they are.
0: play Kansas City on on Wednesday and then Thursday uh, they're in
1: Omaha.
0: Yeah, Thursday they're in Omaha or maybe even Lincoln. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know they do it at, at Pershing a, Auditorium. Pershing Auditorium in Lincoln or or um um what's what's the one here in Omaha um not Baxter there's another smaller Civic. one Civic something like that you know um just just someplace they can do a smaller show or whatever but a way uh, to earn extra money a way to uh, get some extra thing, but also that opens up a little bit more room for sign for making your roster bigger because now you've got, a couple stars that you want to put on it, and then a bunch of undercard people, right? So you. And if something
1: that does pop, pop really, really well, you can go. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, we're going to use that one as canon on yep. a Saturday. That's why I say Saturday, Saturday mm-hmm. morning shows. Yep. Here's the deal: the only way you saw Diesel beat Bob Backlund was in a recap show. Now it's the worst era of WWE, 1995. But the only way you saw the World Championship change hands or the WWE change, Championship change hands was on a recap of what happened on a Thursday night before SmackDown ever existed when there was Monday and Saturday and Sunday and that was it. Yep. So I can tell you the only reason this person, this one right here, is doing wrestling podcasts or got into wrestling is it. Uh, 12 years old, I was no longer overtly interested in in cartoons on Saturday morning. But I didn't have extra stuff going on yet in my life. And so I sat and I channel surfed and I found professional wrestling. That's why this guy found professional wrestling now some almost 30 years later. Yeah. still a passionate fan about it. If I remember right, Sparks, you said the same thing.
0: Uh, it wasn't Saturday mornings, and so I was going to bring that up here. Um, this is another thing that I think AEW should do. Um, talk to Turner about arranging for replays overnight. On oh, TV.
1: it was a late night.
0: Yes, because for me it was, I, I had insomnia. I couldn't sleep. Because um, I got into it a little bit later than you, and so I was I was in my mid to late teenage years, but I couldn't sleep. Uh, so about but the I had a TV. time.
1: I mean, we've <laughs> both been watching in the '90s, yep.
0: mid '90s, mid '90s. Yep. I just I couldn't oh, sleep, and I had I had my own room. I had a TV in my room, um, but I couldn't sleep. I knew I had to get up for classes, so I'd just turn on turn on something, and I'd be flipping around. And of course, um, in the '90s, late night TV has had fuck all on, right? Infomercial, infomercial, uh, some some just talk show. Um, you know, and then some channels that were off air, which we don't really have anymore, but there were channels that at one o'clock in the morning would say,
1: We're done. No yeah, the reason we do programming here yeah. costs us money.
0: <laughs> um, but some channels, specifically USA, TBS, TNT, a bunch of those channels would take that time and they just replay. The show that they played earlier, and I know now with DVRs we don't need need it and everything, but I think there is a market for this for people who late at night are just flipping around TV to find something to watch.
1: Yeah. Oh, you there's wanna, an AEW
0: replay. You just want to be
1: them. able to. Well, I mean, how did you find ROH? You didn't hunt down ROH. You stayed up late on a Saturday night. And mm-hmm. watched this, the local Sinclair station and went, mm-hmm. oh, holy shit, there's wrestling on it.
0: Yeah, look, there's wrestling.
1: Who's that guy? That guy's which pretty in, fucking good. Which, in both of our markets now, and the once shared market that you and I both lived in, now we don't live in the same mm-hmm. market anymore. But in both of our markets now, after you moved and I moved, um, it's still on midnight on Saturday mm-hmm. night. Like, I don't know anybody who watches ROH at a time different than midnight on Saturday
0: night. Yeah. But anyways, um, we've done two hours here, so let's go ahead and wrap this up for the, uh, fantasy booking Institute. Uh, we had a lot of fun today. If you joined us live, thank you. We appreciate it. If you are watching us on one of the replays or listening to us on, on audio, uh, we appreciate that. Make sure to go to YouTube and Facebook and subscribe or like the pages. So you get notified. Um, i mentioned the issue that we're having uh, with Google, so that's the best way to make sure you get it. Make sure to like and share uh, the podcast on social media so that other people hear about it. You can find us uh, at all of the links that are in the doobly-doos including Tatnus Co including our store which we showed earlier including uh, links to our social medias you can always follow me on pretty much all the social medias at raw and order WBU it's right there although it's kind of cut off WBU right is at the end of it you can follow da Fabe
1: at D. A. Vincent K. Fabe.
0: and since he's actually reading Twitter nowadays he, he you know might actually see it if you tweet at him probably won't reply still because yeah. But you might still see it. So
1: I'll reply here.
0: Yes, on there. Hey, some someone smack. tweeted at me.
1: You talk some smack or just tweet <laughs> at me. I'll reply on the show. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fine. Huh?
0: But um, merch, we're not going to talk about JLB stuff because, you know, not here. He's too at
1: JLB1674.
0: At JLB Stoner. <laughs> Anyways. But on that note, we will go ahead and close book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon.
1: Leatherstrap submission match.